Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. Subscribe now and track the arrival of all things meta. It's May 30th. Let's see what happened this week. The downward pressure in the cryptocurrency market, that's Wall Street talk for crypto values are getting crushed, has resulted in almost $1 trillion in market cap loss since January. What's also happened is that the number of Bitcoin millionaires has been reduced by about 21%. I've never been a millionaire before, but I have to think it's a real head game to think you are one and then suddenly not be one anymore. This was mathed up by looking at the number of addresses with a Bitcoin balance of more than 1 million and seeing how many went under a million. That 21% of I'm not a million anymore people actually goes up to 32%, If you go back to October 2021, when Bitcoin was near its peak, this harsh reality is being caused by regulatory stuff, volatile markets, war, and interest hikes. But some think Bitcoin will rise again, since it's a limited supply and over 90% of it is already in circulation. But what has to happen is for demand for Bitcoin to go up. So we'll wait and see who demands it. The central banks of governments are working hard well, as hard as government works, at figuring out digital currency. The mission? Take all this decentralization hoo-ha and centralize it. For your own good. Governments are actually fine with the idea of faster, more efficient payoffs, I mean payments, between countries, but they want control, which publicly they call preserving monetary stability. CBDCs are government-backed digital currencies for consumer and business use, and 90% of central banks are looking into issuing it. Who's the furthest behind in such efforts amongst the four biggest central banks? The United States, of course. The most that's been done is an executive order asking for consideration of the pros and cons of CBDCs. Boy, that'll get some action. But that might actually be music to the ears of crypto natives who don't even regard CBDCs as cryptocurrencies. A. It doesn't have to run on the blockchain. B. It flies in the face of the concept of decentralization. And C. Government, central bank, and privacy. Those are terms that don't usually reside in the same space in the brain. Omar Sultan Al-Olama is the United Arab Emirates Minister of Artificial Intelligence. They have one of those. He was one of the attendees at Davos, that meeting you and I never get invited to, where some people decide how the world's going to be run. Anyway, he told the group that people who commit serious crimes in the metaverse should be punished with real-world criminal consequences. He sees that as the only way to protect people's mental health and avoid PTSD on a mass scale. It is food for thought. If your avatar, which represents you, gets hunted down and murdered in the metaverse, maybe even tortured, Can that mess you up almost as much as if it happened to you in real life? Does the emotional brain even differentiate between virtual reality and real life? How much harm should you be able to do to someone in the metaverse without paying some kind of price for it? Who should be held responsible, a player or the people who programmed the ability to attack and murder? And if murder is a problem in the metaverse, wouldn't it also be in video games, like right now? I'll leave all those questions with you and the Sultan to figure out. For those of you who don't know, the Beatles were the One Direction of their time. 
Two of them are even still alive, and one of them is getting into the Web3 and NFT business. It's our old mate from the Octopus's Garden, Ringo. He announced the launch of Ringo Star NFT collection, The Creative Mind of a Beetle. It's 20 NFTs being auctioned off with starting prices of $1,000. Four copies of five different digital art prints called Crash, Bandana Man, Galaxy 1, Galaxy 2, and Star Art. What are they really? Well, let's take Crash as an example. It's a self-portrait Ringo did in the early days of the Beatles that's been animated to symbol crashes and color. But you also get a signed print and access to an exclusive virtual tour of Ringo Land, a new digital gallery. Basically what the Beatles themselves saw years ago when they were on acid. True to form, much of the proceeds will go to charity. Ringo should do fine. Remember John Lennon's son Julian sold an NFT of the handwritten notes for Hey Jude for over $76,000. It really does happen. While your millennial self is finding it impossible to save up a down payment and compete with above asking price bidders for your first home, people are paying millions for virtual metaverse real estate. Curzio Research is a financial publishing company and they had no problem proudly announcing they just bought land in TCG World, breaking a previous record purchase of $4.3 million. Frankly, TCG World isn't even that known or popular, but they bought 19 commercial plots. Founder Frank Curzio, who owes us no explanation, explains, The metaverse is what the internet was supposed to be, a decentralized, permissionless place where individuals have the freedom to create and own their digital content. They saw TCG World as having all the perfect ingredients. Isn't it inspiring when entrepreneurs take everything they learned from their porn business and apply it to some new venture? It warms the heart, which of course lives inside of erotic bare chests. Tim Stokely was a founder of OnlyFans. He and another OnlyFans alum, R.J. Phillips, have started Zoop. And while that is the sound of clothes coming off, this is actually a platform for trading digital NFT playing cards of celebrities and influencers. It's to foster a closer connection between fan and influencer, which used to be called stalking, but now it's called income stream. Collect them, trade them, play games where you can win real-world stuff like concert tickets or merch. It's all great fun for the self-loathing and obsessive. The team said they want Zoop on the blockchain so things can be completely open and visible, which OnlyFans also gave them experience in. That's what we've got for you this week. Subscribe and spread the word about it to whoever you talk about the metaverse with, and we'll be back next week. <laughs>